Happy Monday to everyone. Thank you for listening to the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Had a steady weekend, college football, my 4-1 picks. I was hoping for 5-0, but that we'll have to wait for later on in the show. Uh, Dodgers in Tampa, so the World Series is set. Had two Game 7s of the league championships this past weekend for Major League Baseball. Trevor Lawrence, we'll talk to him about uh, for next year and where he may be following, which team it could be going to. Cover a little bit of Monday Night Football. Cowboys played the Cardinals. Bills played the Chiefs. So it's great that we've had back-to-back doubleheader Mondays. You know, it's doing well for the sport, but obviously this is only happening due to the situation going on in the world today. But let's kick it off with my picks from the weekend. I picked the Lions, the Colts, the Rams. I picked the uh, the Ravens. And I also uh, picked the Miami Dolphins. Now, I went 4-1, and one, which means I am 19-9 and nine on the season. I'm happy with that. I could probably improve a little bit more. But, you know, hopefully this weekend it'll be a lot better. But let's go over each of my games. Everyone showed up except for the Rams. They fell by 8 to the 49ers. But, um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo looked good, had three TDs. You know, the Rams took a step back. I thought it would be a lot better in means of competition. This could be a potential conference championship, if not a divisional round playoff game. So... I was expecting more. They do face each other one more time. So that could work in the Rams' favor. But I really thought that they would be able to get to Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit more. Cause of some pressure. Especially with what Miami did to him the week before. Especially with the rust getting shaken off. But, you know, give it to the 49ers. Especially with the consecutive uh, losses to the Eagles and to the Dolphins last week. For them to bounce back and take it to the Rams good on them now I'll get to the Miami Dolphins they're playing the Jets I'll leave it at that 24 nothing and the Jets are just the Jets they're horrible they're terrible they're just the laughing stock of the league Adam Gaze has no control over this team and cannot get anything so they could be the number one pick but mm, we'll see how it goes but the Dolphins look good Back-to-back weeks, beating the Niners, then coming to the Jets. Yes, they had the consecutive wins, but they're also playing the Jets. The Colts even double uh, dominated the Jets, and so have a lot of teams this season. What does this mean? It means that you know Miami could still be in the running for the playoffs for a wild card. They're in a tight division, especially between them and the Patriots. The Bills will win the division, but... You know, Dolphins are, are looking steady. They're they're good. We'll see who they are near the end of the season. But they looked good. 24 nothing. Give out to a shout-out to them. The Lions got their victory yesterday against the Jaguars. That was a much-needed victory for the team in regards to that with Matt Stafford's future, what's going on with the head coach. But the Lions finally, Lions finally got a W, and that I believe is their last, 
that's their first win since they beat the Cardinals a couple weeks ago. And, by the way, I chose the Lions to win that game. Let's remember that when I did my picks. Chose the Lions a couple weeks ago. And they easily got the victory. Well, yeah, yeah, they got the easy victory. It was a good win. But no, yeah, first win since the Cardinals. And you know what? They're only 2-3 and three on the season. But you got to expect them to maybe go up. Matt Patricia, could he be on the hot seat, especially at the end of the season? You know, the Lions haven't been good uh, the past couple of years. And, you know, we've seen some improvement with Matt Patricia and this team. But... They're not. They're not looking good. They are not. But hopefully, going forward, like they they improve. They play the Atlanta Falcons next week, so maybe another win. They could get a winning streak going, but it's gonna be tough. They do play my Colts the week after. They do. They do. We had an exciting one between the Ravens and the Eagles. Ravens took it, thirty to twenty-eight, but. Like, the Ravens should have been in control that whole game. The Eagles were able to come back. I don't know. The Eagles were up by 14 at one point. Not the Eagles. The Ravens were up by 14 at one point in control of the game. But, unfortunately, you know, they, they were able to bounce back and find ways to get into the game. And you know what? It, it failed on a two-point conversion near the end of the game. Two-point conversion. They tried to do a QB keep with Wentz. And, unfortunately... It did not work out. It did not work out. But you know, Eagles drop another one. Ravens are on the up. It's it's going to be interesting in the AFC North between the Steelers and the Ravens. Some people are now picking the Steelers to win and take the division from the Ravens, and the Ravens going as the wild card. Don't get me wrong. Steelers are good. They dominated the Browns yesterday, but we'll, we'll see what the matchup brings between the Ravens and the Steelers. That's that's going to be the matchup. That might even be a pick for me when the when we get to that game. Actually, I'm going to double check to see when that game is. When do we see the Steelers and the Ravens face each other? When do we so the Ravens have a bye next week. So Steelers, I'll just check their schedule. But we do have a battle of 5 and 0 next week between the Steelers and the Titans. Ooh, November 1st. Ravens and Steelers. Wow, that they gave that a one o'clock game, but that would be an interesting. That might be a pick for next week. That might be a pick. So I've I've covered the Lions. I covered the Dolphins. I covered so Lions, Dolphins, Ravens. I covered covered the Rams. Loss. Guess it's time to talk about my Indianapolis Colts. Ay, oy vey. Well, know what? I'm not gonna disrespect my team they won that's all i'm gonna say they won they came back from 21 down i was happy with it the defense came off slow i believe the carryover from the last week's game against the cleveland browns uh led to that they did good uh, adjustments for halftime so shout out to matt eberflus for doing that the play calling for the offense i i can't blame philip rivers for this game I can't blame the coaching staff. I can't blame some of the defense for not stepping up. But, you know, Phillip Rivers finally showed up. I will give him credit where credit is due. Does this mean I'm on the Phillip Rivers bandwagon? 
no, I still believe there's going to be issues. Like I stated before, it's great that we beat the team like the Bengals. We also should never have been down 21 nothing to the Bengals. I will repeat that. We should not have been down. But, you know, we bounced back. The team showed resiliency. Rivers showed leadership. He was able to bomb the ball. A couple nice long, deep passes to Marcus Johnson. But there, there are the issues. And it's great that we're playing the Bengals, but we're playing the Bengals. We slept on them early, and that's why we fell with 21 nothing. But what are we going to do when we fall asleep on the Packers, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Raiders? We're playing the Tennessee twice. We're playing Houston twice. We're playing Jacksonville again. Hey, we're even playing the Lions again. But where do they? Where are we going to stand in those games? Can we fall and come back 21 to nothing? I I don't think that's it's going to work out like that. I really don't, and I think. Frank Wright will need to examine, especially with the final 10 games, where can we stand? We're in the spot for the playoffs, which is great. But what are we going to do when we play those stronger defenses? Can Rivers go gun to gun with, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, who uses his feet, with Ben Roethlisberger, who was drafted the same year as him, with Aaron Rodgers? Will he be able to compete with those three? Will we be able to shut down Derrick Henry and force Tannehill? You know, they're, they're looking like the best team right now in our division. They are the best team in our division. And they're looking like the top four, top three team in the conference right now. So if you're going one, two, three, and four, you're definitely going Chiefs, Steelers, two, Ravens. Actually, yeah, I might as well just go Chiefs, Steelers, Tennessee, and then Ravens. Those are the four best teams in the AFC, and, you know, Tennessee's playing all-around great ball. They had a great comeback against Houston, so they're looking good. Let's kick over to Monday Night Football. Bills lost to the Chiefs. That's two they're, That's two in a row. They lost last week to Tennessee in a blowout. They lost to the Chiefs tonight, 26-10, uh, to 10, and they're, they're just playing a better football team. That's what they are. They're playing the better football teams. They're playing the top ones in the AFC. So, you know, when you're playing Patrick Mahomes and how well this Chiefs team's been doing, and the Chiefs had to bounce back after losing to Las Vegas last week. So th they had to show what they can do. And they played a good, young Buffalo team. And the Josh Allen-Stefan Diggs connection is just phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I'm liking it. I, I really am. I'm really, really liking that connection. Young football team, they will win the East, but they, they they ran into the Chiefs and they ran into the Tennessee last week. I think they slept on Tennessee last week and they were pounced for it, and that's what you get. I have no idea what is wrong with the Cowboys, but they are not good. They're not even. It's not even that the fact that they're missing Dak. It's just that they're not good. Defense isn't looking good. The offense, I understand, has changed due to Andy Dalton. They came off a big win last week against the Giants. But they, they've had two wins against teams that have yet to... Well, Atlanta just got their first game, first win on the weekend. But, you know, their two wins are against teams that are 1-10. Or, yeah, 1-10. 1-11. It's not looking good, especially when you got... The Eagles coming up in the division, 
you have to play Washington again, which they're meh, and you're playing the Giants. So lots of question marks for this team. They definitely need to start changing things around on their defense. Zeke Elliott needs to be more included in the game. Only had 12 carries, but I understand you're down, but if you're just down, control the game. You're the one that's setting the pace, not the other team. It might kill some time, but if you're in control, helps your defense get rest as well and a lot of pressure. But Arizona looked good. Kyler Murray didn't look good, but Drake looked phenomenal. Had over 160 yards rushing, two TDs. But that's that's what it is. That's what it's looking like. But I'm very happy about that. Very happy. So, since I'm talking football, I might as well kick it into college football. Because I was going to talk about that. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback of the number ranked Clemson uh, Clemson uh, football team. Sorry, Clemson University. Blech. But they they look good. They, they pounced Georgia Tech 73-7. to And now the talk is, is Trevor Lawrence the number one pick for next year's draft? It's been talked about for the last two seasons, including this one. He, he is. He is the best quarterback. Now, what does he do if he goes to the Jets? Does he pull in Eli Manning? Does he pull a John Elway? What does he do? And for him, I say stay another year in college. Get your fourth year in. Skip the Jets because nobody wants to play there. They're, they're going to be selling everything at the deadline probably. Just all of it. Try to build up for the draft and rebuild again. Here they are again. Trying to get our good team going. Adam Gase is the environment. The management's not doing anything to help him. And for Trevor Lawrence, boy, what's going to happen? It's, it's going to be insane. It's, it's going to be, you know, we, we, may ne- we may see another Eli Manning or we may see another John Elway incident where he does not want to go to the number one team because of the organization. Hopefully, you know, Trevor Lawrence is young, he's talented, he's going number one no matter what draft year he goes into, whether he skips next year or goes into the following year. But, you know, right now I think he's just focused on college football, and, you know, college football, hey, it's been doing well. You know, a few cases here and there, a few programs affected, but Big Ten football is back this weekend, folks. If you're Ohio State and a Michigan fan and a Nebraska fan, Indiana fan, they're back this week. Big Ten football. It's going to be huge. So that means Ohio State, Michigan, that game will still be going on, and people will be excited. They will be, and as they should be. Football is missed, and football helps bring people together. Now, in regards to the COVID situation, I hope the Big Ten Commission has something planned in protecting their players, their schools, it's that's the concern it's spreading and Michigan itself is spreading too so let's hope that they have a plan to protect these kids that's what I'm hoping for a plan to protect these kids for everyone because you know what SC uh, the Pac-12 starts in November and they're going to be traveling just as much California Arizona Utah Colorado Washington State lots of travel 
very, very dangerous and need to protect these kids. But, you know, on a positive note, MLB, the World Series is set. The Dodgers versus the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Sorry, is it? Yeah, the Devil Rays. Or is it the Rays? I know they've changed it. I know they've gone from the Devil Rays to the Rays. It's... It's always an ongoing issue. And you know what? I believe it is the Tampa Bay Rays. It's no longer the Tampa Bay Devil Rays like it used to be when I was growing up and watching baseball. But the World Series is set and the Dodgers are back. Now, I'm upset that the Astros didn't make it because I wanted the Dodgers just to stomp on them. Like, just stomp on them. Because I just wanted them to get their revenge after last year. Or couple of years ago, 2017. Last year, Dodgers just lost. And that's what happened. They lost to they lost to the World Series champions, the Washington uh oh my God, the Washington Nationals. How could I forget that? I'm very, very sorry about that folks. I am very, very sorry. Yes, the Tampa Bay Rays, they're no longer the Devil Rays. Sorry for going off topic. But they are, they're just, uh, baseball. Okay, let me get my thoughts back in order. I do apologize. So the World Series, tomorrow night, kicking off, Rays, Dodgers. I'm still sticking with my prediction in regards to the, the Dodgers winning it. I almost said Rays. No, I, I'm sticking with my prediction. The Astros, I wanted them in, but... Oh, give out to Tampa Bay. Uh, shout out to XGM of the Tampa Bay Rays, Mike Bloom, in regards to look what he has set up in Tampa and what, as a Red Sox fan, the benefits are. They were showing a post of, you know, the salary prorated compared to, I believe it's Kershaw and Mookie Betts. They're basically equal in regards to those two players. Salary is about equal to what Tampa Bay's salary is. For the whole team, I, I'm I'm seeing positive positive signs here as well. But now, in regards to who I think is going to win, like I said, the Dodgers. Now, how many games? I'm saying in six. I'm saying the Dodgers win in six, and they finally get over the hump. Clayton Kershaw will be pitching in Game Six, and he will be the World Series champion. It's going to be the Dave, reversal of David Price. That's what I'm saying. Well, not the reversal, but the similar story of David Price. When they beat the Dodgers uh, in L.A., Price got his first victory uh, in the World Series against them. He will get his first. Uh, he will get a W tomorrow because he's kicking it off. Get rid of the yips. Then he will pitch in Game Six and win it in Game Six, and he will close it out in Game Six. That's what I'm calling. I'm calling it here, and that's guaranteed. Dodgers in six. Kershaw is going to be pitching in game six, and he wins it for them in six. Well, he'll win it, but the rest of the team's got to go. But, you know, shout out to Tampa. This is the year of Tampa, by the way. Well, yeah, so far. You got the Rays in the World Series. The Lightning just won the Stanley Cup. People are expecting Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks to win them. The Super Bowl. So it's the year of Tampa as of right now. The year of Tampa. 
let's let's see what how let's see how it goes. But I'm rooting for the Dodgers. Sorry, Tampa fans, but you know what? The Dodgers. It's kind of set up for them to finally win. Like, I, I'm not saying anything bad about the dot uh, the Rays team. They're a good ball team. They got there, but this team needs to finally get over the hump with all the expectations of last year. This is kind of like the, what I was saying about the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Dodgers are one of the most overhyped teams in the last six to seven years, not getting there when they expected to, to, to get there. I hope Dave Roberts, you know, with the acquisition of Mookie Betts, I hope Clayton Kershaw finally shows up. But this is what we were expecting for this team to be there and to finally win and get over the hump. And I hope they finally do it this year. I, I really do. I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for Mookie, Seager, Bellinger. I'm, I'm hoping for it. I really, really am. Really, really am for this team. So, now that baseball, I've covered that. I've made my picks. Once again, Dodgers and six. Lawrence k kicks it off tomorrow, and he'll kick it, and he'll end it on Game Six for him. So I'm sticking with my pick: the Dodgers winning over the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, MLB or sorry, not MLB, NBA free agency is starting. Well, as of right now, we don't know when, but you know a lot of stuff is going on. Who's going where? What to expect? As you know, I'm a Raptors fan. Like I stated, the Raptors will need to look at center for this offseason. Listen, Abaka is great. He's a great change of pace. I would like them for them to keep it. Chris Boucher is gone as well. But I'd like them to get a big center to someone that can go and, and, and fight in that middle, fight in that paint. You know, we, we're always out-rebounded. As much as we sometimes shows that we're equal, it, it shows more that we're out-rebounded a lot. And it, it hurts when you see that. But I would like uh, this team to get a center, get some depth. They're not getting Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is going back to the Lakers. We'll see what LeBron's going to do this offseason. Yes, I said LeBron. But we'll see what the Lakers do this offseason and how to retool and make their team better. They're coming off a championship. Early rumors are saying that he's liking Derrick Rose from Detroit to help them win. We'll see what, how that goes. We'll see how that trade goes. Derrick Rose has, you know, revitalized, revived his career over the last couple of years. Revived in, you know, what he did in Minnesota, what he's doing in Detroit. Shout out to him. And, and I'm loving what he's doing. But, you know, you have Brogdon, Dragic, Hayward is a free agent. Van Vliet is a free agent. Like I stated, Abaka is a free agent. Hartnell, which has been linked to the Raptors. But he is such a short center. He is so short. So hopefully we can find a good center to help them uh, get them over the hump, especially with rebounds. Because if I'm looking here at some free agents, well, even DeRozan's a free agent. Let's see who we got here for some centers. Centers, centers, centers. Montrose Harrell, yes. Who else was I looking at? I don't want Morris. There is a Baca. Uh, no. No. Andre Drummond. No. It's, it's just his attitude. I don't like him on the team. Derek Flowers. He's not bad. Paul Millsap is a good 
bench player. Rondo is probably not going anywhere. He'll probably be back. Hassan Whiteside. That's someone who I kind of would like to see the Raptors get. He is He's a talented player, uh, but he will be expecting big person money. Gasol, I think people need to realize that Gasol needs to is gone back to Spain to play in the in their in the Euro League. So then there's Demarcus Cousins. I don't want him. Tristan Thompson. He he's definitely going to the bench. He's he's definitely going to the bench. He's not the same center that he was back in Cleveland or when he when he is with Cleveland, the same early in his early career, but I would like him to come back, you know, onto the Raptors, come home, be a depth player. That would be great. I would enjoy that, but no, I don't want Andre Drummond on the team. Solid, solid rebounder, but it's just attitude. But hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the culture changes and they bring him in. That's what I'm thinking. But lots of free agents, lots of expectations. We'll see how it goes. The NBA has yet to announce the season when it starts. Early reports say January 18th. So no Christmas basketball. I've talked about that as well. So it's going to be an exciting off season. It is. NHL is showing that it's been exciting for them so far. They've already had their draft, their free agency. They're looking at, I believe, January 1st for the kickoff their season, if not even earlier, possibly December. But they have to give their players some time to uh, wind down. Same with the NBA. NBA just ended. So... November is showing it's supposed to be everything. January, which means no Christmas game. And that's when the season's going to start. And the NBA would like to get fans. That won't be happening in Canada, folks, with everything that's going on. You won't be seeing any fans in any stadiums for at least probably another year, which is good. They, they want to reduce this and protect everyone, which I'm fine with. But let's hope for positives over the next year. But... We have sports returning, NHL, NBA, MLB will be back after the World Series probably next March. Plus, we still have NFL plus college football, which is exciting. And if you're a soccer fan, soccer as well. So remember that MLS, Euros, that's a, that's a lot of stuff coming in the next year as well. So I know I went a little bit off topic and I do apologize. And when I mean Euros, I mean European, I'm talking about uh, Premier League, La Liga, Series A. That's what I'm talking about when I'm saying Europe. Because there's many leagues in Europe, especially with Champions League. So that's the end of the show today. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Wednesday show, I'll go over Game 1 of the World Series. Uh, one surprise I will also be talking about is, and I forgot to mention at the show... What I'm planning to do is my top 25 greatest athletes of all time. Uh, my 25th show is happening on Saturday, so I'd probably like to do something special in regards to that. So I will have more discussions about that on Wednesday. I might reveal my first five. You will have to tune in to find out who that might be. So uh, Wednesday, covering Game 1 of the World Series. Might even be talking some of Game 2, depending on uh, what time it starts on Wednesday night as well. Preview Thursday night football as well, because that's kicking off too. So we haven't had a couple Thursday night games in a while, but this week we will be. Who are we playing? 
Giants and the Eagles. So they are playing Thursday night. That's going to be an interesting game, but tune in. I'll give you a little preview of that, who I think is going to win. And potentially my five, my five out of the 25 of the top 25 greatest athletes of all time. It's not going to be 20 years. It's going to be of all time. My, my rankings, my picks, and it's going to be all sports. Hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, baseball, football, soccer, all of it. So tune into that. So that's Wednesday show. Thank you for listening for tonight. This is the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Stay safe, everyone.